Music, this is no, all your fault. I don't know. I don't know why we. Te- whose idea was it to take up this, this discussion? Totally, oh, We're going to be in a world of hurt. Topic. I mean, these are weird thoughts, but yeah. I don't know if you get my point. But I'm basically saying I, I think it would be nicer for people not to work. It's better for less. Right. Uh, welcome to One Weird Thought, everybody, uh, with Kiran and Vijay. Uh, today's topic uh, is about an article that I posted to Substack uh, earlier, and it's about the uh, future of misogyny. But uh, before we dive into that topic, I, I thought it was important that uh, you, our readers, should be kept up to date on um, world events. And uh, today there was an interesting world event where um, somebody tried to drive a U-Haul truck uh, into the White House and to kill Joe Biden. Oh, I saw, that's so, the link you sent me. I haven't read it. Yes, read it. yes. So now the thing is by now, because we live in America, we're used to this, right? It hardly caused a blip on the scene. Everywhere else in the world, this would be a big deal. But somebody trying to kill our president, no big, right? And so... Um, I just assume someone is trying to do that every day, PJ. I don't, I don't know yeah. why. Um, so what made this one interesting for me was the person doing it who, um, you know, I had a visual stereotypical image of the way this person looked and this person did not look like that at all. Oh boy. Right. So, so my stereotypical, probably racist, uh, view on the way this person looked was I envisioned like a. 50 year oldish uh, white man, perhaps a tad overweight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite loud, quite loud. It turned out, it turned out I was wrong. What? And maybe there's something, maybe there's something to be said for society here where it wasn't this MAGA dude, it was an Indian kid. No. He was about 19 years old. What? Yeah, he was about 19 years old. And was a big fan of uh, Nazis. A 19-year-old Nazi. Indian Nazi. Okay. So, I mean, I just, I would love to have been a fly on the wall when he was at his local Nazi chapter meeting. Yeah. Like, I feel like he might not even be let in to these Nazi meetings. Maybe he's like the uh, diversity hire for them. Interesting. Interesting. Right there. See, we're not racist because we've got this Indian guy. This does remind me of the... Have you heard of that story of the first Sikh man? Or I think he was Sikh or he was just Punjabi. But Oh, yeah, he was Sikh. The, the guy who was trying to get citizenship. Yeah, yeah, he tried to get citizenship yes, yeah, on yeah. Aryan grounds. And they, re- yeah. <laughs> they had to, re- yeah. they had to read, uh, yeah. redistrict or they had to redefine what an Aryan is based on skin color because of this dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically they would ex- exclude people by saying we were only trying to let people in who were of the Aryan, uh, uh, of Aryan ancestry. And this Indian guy was like, look, man, we are the original Aryans, right? So I got this. So then they had to kind of rethink it. Anyway, uh, so like I say, now, readers, you don't have to listen to CNN tonight because you've yeah, heard we, the news yeah, right here. We've got them the news now too. 
Um, of uh, course, so much value they get from us. This podcast, VJ, this will be quite stale because I think we take about a day to edit, polish this off, and polish yes. this up, and then we we submit the the following day. Maybe, maybe next time, Karen, then what we should do is just predict the news. Ooh, I like that better. We should have a little segment, like you know, you know what this this podcast might need are are segments, special segments. Yeah. Yes, a special segment. Yeah, if if uh, any of our uh, listeners have news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I think uh, we could do a sports section. By the way, yeah, we need to take a moment. Oh. Uh, on to today's topic, right? So today's topic is about the future of misogyny, and I I looked at some signals and I see changes afoot, and what I see is women becoming more powerful, right? Um, we see about 20 years ago, uh, there was a, a shift in society, at least in the US, where more women were graduating from college than men. And that uh, that trend has continued and uh, the, the uh, divergence uh, is increasing, right? And so uh, significantly, gosh, significantly more... Uh, Women are graduating the men now. I think it's like a 60-40, I think. Um, so it's a, it's a big shift. And that was 20 years ago. So you would think by now, right, that these women who graduate 20 years ago are now quite senior in their in their careers, and, and we would have seen them really being reflected in, in leadership, right, across all facets of society, right, whether it's um, corporate America or... Uh, leadership, you know, in uh, in government, right? Um, and we do. We, we, there's things are getting better, right? But there's a there's a disparity between that shift at the college level and the impact on society. Yes. So 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 things are supposed to change, right? And now the question is, like, will they change? Like, will we really see? true parity, right, where men and women are paid equally and the way they live their lives is in 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 a more perfect kind of equal way? Or does it never do we never quite reach there because men are pigs? Right? Um not you Karen, you seem very evolved by the way. Uh, I, I tell um, but um Yeah. You know, I feel like, I don't know if it's a man uh, being a man thing, but I, I do feel like there are times when it's just harder as a man to do things for Saksh. God, I'm going to get killed on this podcast. I feel wholly dis disqualified from talking about this, VJ. I, I, first of all, I applaud your bravery for picking this topic. Like, let me just say that off the bat. Putting your name yeah. on an essay about misogyny on the internet you know th that takes a certain amount of of bravery um courage probably a few other things but i will not mention them here out of, out of respect it's for you. madness karen it's madness karen i mean there's this one phrase in the Substack article <laughs> where uh, i i talk about like men being more aggressive but women being more i think oh i think i said more bitchy Rough. And the interesting thing was that uh, the Substack editor came back with a helpful suggestion and said, not more bitchy, 
You should say bitchier. Oh, wow. Right. Uh, I'm, so, I'm impressed right. that that uh, so made it through very, the editorial board, EJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yes, very awkward topic, right? So, so, yeah, the question is, like, is there something hardwired, like, in us culturally, genetically, that stops true equality actually happening or not? Well, I mean, I feel like as humans, we've proven out the fact that we can, we can have groups of people with pretty close to equality, right? Like there are, you know, South India, I thought Kerala is a pretty good example. There are all these anthropologists have done these studies in various tribes all over the world. Mm. I feel like Freakonomics has done an episode on gender equality, though. Mm. I don't know how trustworthy that is as a source. Um, yeah, not not like us, not like one weird thought. We, we have we have a higher yeah. bar here at one weird thought. We yeah, of course. We like to assess our sources. Um, yeah, I guess if I were a betting man, uh, and I'm not, I, I haven't won anything on gambling wise. I um, I would say we would keep penduluming, penduluming. Yeah. I just don't see us ever achieving oh. true parity. Um, and I, I've had a, I don't know if this is an unpopular thought or an incorrect thought, but I'm, I'm going to share it in this very intimate space, which is, okay, yeah, yeah. I feel like over the last few decades, we've made this mistake of uh, women trying to, trying to be more like men in a weird, in a, in a way, right? Like, you know, mm, they're, mm there are all these privileges that men have uh, mm. enjoyed over the years. And yeah. uh, what ended up happening is now, you know, women want to work too, and women want to join the army and they want to do, you know, there, there's all these things that mm. make a ton of sense. Whereas I personally feel that like men should be trying to do more. Uh, and I, I guess I'm kind of living this men should be doing more womenly activities. And I, you know, I'm using this the most joking way possible. I, I, I don't wish yeah, to offend. This is rough. You know what I mean? This is rough. We're so screwed we're, up. We're screwed, this, you know, this is no, all your fault. I don't know. I don't know why we. Te- whose idea was it to take up this, this discussion? Totally, oh, we're going to be in a world of hurt. This topic. I mean, these are weird thoughts, but yeah. I don't know if you get my point. But I'm basically saying I, I think it would be nicer for people not to work. It's better for less people in the armies. You know. I, do I sound like a hippie? Like, is this is this crazy? Well, so let, let, I want to understand your your point here. Like, when you say it'd be better if less people worked, do you mean as a percentage? Like, kind of like right? the, if you take, uh, let's say, you take a two-parent household today, right? Right. The you know the feminist movements and the uh, the movements of the last 30, 40, 50 years. Mm has caused mm. the percentage of that household, the percentage of time spent by parents in that household to work in a act, in a job. So not, you know, not uh, at home, you know, doing home activities has gone from 50% yeah. to more like 80%. And for maybe not 50%, well, 40%, but- because the man is doing like, in the past has done maybe like 5% of the home stuff, 10%. Yeah. Um, and now it's just gone to the point where both people are potentially working for someone else, 
and then neither put uh, has enough time or energy or uh, skill to like do things at home. So this makes like people actually live a little bit worse in in weird ways, right? Like the home's not as nice. The they don't know their kids as well as they would want to, or mm. they don't eat as healthy because they're constantly eating out. Like it it feels like it'd be better if we went from 45% down to 15% right. so that, you know, both parents can enjoy I, some time at home. I, I I wouldn't blame feminism for that. I'd blame economics for that, right? Like in the sense that um, you need more money to pay for a great percentage of your income goes to accommodation now than it did 50, uh, 50 years ago. Right. Uh, it went from like 20 something percent to like about 40% now. Right. So but, like, um, how would you slice that? So, Isn't that a chicken and egg problem where, okay, if more people work, then we do have a cost will go up as more people have money and costs oh, go up because oh, of inflation again now fueling more people mm. having to work so we, we we've gotten into this mm. before and i'm again this was not a good position to be in as a as humanity right mm. to like remove 50 percent of the people from active mm. duty and like um in fields of science and literature like all these things were bad i i'm gonna you have to acknowledge that first for sure however we basically went into a vicious cycle where like more and more people are working, which I don't necessarily see as good. And it's, it's not about just working. Like, I think it's, uh, people taking care of the house are also working. So they're doing something, mm. but it's working for another entity, like a company or having to be outside the house. So you're, you're basically trading your time for money and, you know, mm. that wasn't necessarily the case, like culturally enforced, whatever, 50 years ago, right? So in in the misogyny of the future, yeah. right? Um, if, we, if we break through, right, and we go, you know what? It gets to the point where it's actually no longer uh, – the norm for for it to, to for it to be dual income households, and it becomes the norm for the person making less yeah. money to stay home and play play the role of a homemaker, right? In that future, it's more likely to be the man who would stay home because the man's making less money. Ah, yeah, I saw that. Um, right. So, so now I I still um, think like the maternity aspect of things is going to be a tough hurdle to cross, right? But people cross that today, right? When, when you look at dual-income households, right, uh, baby gets popped out. Two months later, everybody's back to work. The baby's uh, kind of sent off, right, somewhere to be during the day. Yeah, but it's still tough. Right? That's, on, that's not like unusual. The early months are tougher on the mother. It's hard for the father to do everything, right? Um, by by everything I mean, like they can't substitute for a, a mom. Whereas, um, a, a, the the mom the mom is the food is the food, food supply. supply. Yeah, um, basically, I guess it's food supply and but, uh, a comfort source. But yeah. So, do you think like kind of women are just like there's something about women that are just better at comfort, or do you think 
that there's like this Pavlovian thing where like when I go see the soft person that, you know, they also supply the food. And so yeah, I kind of like equate the two together. Babies have found out that, you know, it's probably, you know, good to get both comfort and food from the same person. And the, yeah, and the same source. My own, um, I don't, I, I don't know if it's like an insecurity, but, um, with, with Sakshi, at least I, pretty much spend the same amount of time with her as Nitya does. Likes mom better. And it's, it's rough. Wow. Despite all the you effort you put in. All that effort, Vijay. Yeah. And for what? You know what, Kieran? And here was me who put not nearly as much effort as you did into it and, and achieved the same result. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. my, my kids clearly prefer my wife. Um, I, I would say like they clearly prefer her when it comes to the things that matter. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Like when they, when they need comfort, right. When something's really bothering them, right. They're going to go see her. Like if somebody's cut their finger, nobody's asking me to jump in. That's the thing. I feel nobody's yeah. asking. Does that bug you or Part have of you it. kind of gotten over it or, or have you, have you learned to appreciate that over the years? Oh, um, I think half of it, right, is my, my approach, like, for example, take the cut finger approach, right? Like if the kid has cut his finger, I, my approach is wash it off, dry it off, move on with your life. Yeah. Right. Unless, unless we're off to urgent care. Right. Um, but here's his approach. Like there's some wound management that happens. Internal wound management as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, there are, there, there are ointments involved. There are band-aids involved. You, you don't even give them a band-aid, and DJ? Why? You'll stop bleeding. <laughs> it's going to scab. You've got scab. You've got built-in band-aids, man. <laughs> who, who needs? <laughs> if they're actively bleeding, like they Yeah. You rinse it off. You put a tissue on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> I like your style. Yeah, my totally wife doesn't appreciate it so much. You, you probably you embedded this picture in the in the blog, right? Of that baby duct tape to the yeah. wall. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, that would be me, right? So, um, so, uh, so, kind of, so thinking ahead here a bit, right? Like the question was, do we? So, I think what you're saying is we won't even achieve true parity. Like we'll never quite get there. Right, where the onus is always going to be more on them than on us. Yeah, if you if you try to go by the rule, the higher earner yeah. is the one who goes out to work and the lower earner stays yeah. at home. I think that just, yeah. even if it's a marginal advantage, I still think it. there are systemic reasons for it to favor men. Um, even after like, all, what, whatever the supposed diversity efforts are, right? Where people mm. are trying, like, I, I still think it's like disproportionately men in as CEOs and uh, senior leadership mm. of companies, like maybe at the lower rungs, it's they're achieving parity. But like, so I, 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 exp- I explore some of that in the, in the sub stack. And one of the things, and, and I remember when I was in Bangalore, they, they did a discussion about, uh, helping women in the work, in, in the workplace, right? And like, you know, you know, we, we have this batch come in, right? Especially in India, like where there's more technical females 
it feels like than there are in the US. I, I think that's a, that's a fact. I don't think that's just a feeling, right? Because uh, I, I think it was brought up in that discussion, and yet those technical females don't rise up the rungs yeah. career-wise. And they were saying that one of the reasons why was that those women were pulling more weight at home than their spouses. Yeah. So, but in, in our projected world, right, maybe that changes, right? Because, like, in, you know, I, I kind of did this vignette, right, where it was like, you know, imagine you've got these two professionals, right, and, right, this woman's like this high-powered attorney. She's always on the road, right? She's working all the hours, you know, and he's, you know, he's a college-educated dude with a professional job as well. But just like women do today, this guy makes decisions about his career that allow him to be more available at home. Yeah. Right. So perhaps, you know, not taking that role is going to expect him to be out more, you know. Um, I mean, I know, I know not, men like that today. And yeah. so I don't know if we have to wait too long. I guess like you're saying the pendulum is going to swing further and more and more men are going to have that life. Well, I, I think it's. I think it'll be a bumpy path on yeah. the way there, right? Because I can see resentment, right? And the, and the problem with men and resentment is we have resentment and testosterone, right? And I think that's a that's a dangerous mix, right? Where it's like you feel disempowered, and you have testosterone, <laughs> right? And that could lead to, to some bad like outcomes, yeah, right? Man, like, the, could, the narrative for men is tough too. Um, where I guess societally the expectations are different than you would get if you live the, the house husband life. Yeah. 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 But, but they guess, but right. If we kind of keep moving forward in time, right. There's this period in time where you have these kind of outlier vanguard people who are the house yeah. husband. Right. And then they're, you know, uh, derided by their fellow men. Right, uh, for being less than, Ooh, for being baited. Right, uh, we already uh, using the adoption curve and fitting that onto this, the product adoption curve. Sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we're going to go through this trough of dis disillusionment, yeah, yeah. right? Now, uh, where I was going to go was right. You, you, right. You have this resentment, right, to these folks who are out ahead of everybody. Right. And, and you see that now, right? Like you see, you see these terms, right? In, in society, like beta male. And well, what does that really mean? Right. You know, he's a cuck. Right. Right. Yeah. right. And right. Like, I mean, so what, what do these words really mean? They mean that this is somebody who's actually nice. Right. <laughs> or right, this is somebody who actually pulls their weight. You know, that what if they true. do yeah, 51%? Right, fifty-one percent of the work around the house. Right. By the way, I feel like the po the people who say these things are like incels, right? And it's like, you know, and then they're left wondering why they're unable to attract a mate. Um, but where I was going was over time, like we kind of break through yeah. that, right? And and this notion of the woman being the primary breadwinner in the home right, uh, becomes more normal, right? And so either the man of the house, right, is taking a 
a less um, absorbing job and career yeah. path, right? Or, or you know, they're at home, right, and they're wholly uh, invested in in uh, raising their children. Okay, but where do you think we're at on the on the adoption curve with that now? Because I, right now, it's well past derision and. Yeah. I feel like it's fairly socially acceptable, Vijay. Like no one's told me anything. Um, yeah. to, to be fair, I haven't got. It's not like Nritya's working and I am not working. But yeah, you guys have taken yeah. a different path. I and I, but I know, uh-huh. I know at least a couple men who are not working and yeah. their wives are working or higher up in in the company. I feel like right. we have people, yeah, for yeah. example. So maybe there's no, it's not majority for sure, but it's definitely not um, people who are getting derided or anything right now, right? Mm. It feels, well, one, it feels emerging, right? And two, right, maybe it's um, you just hang around with nicer people. Yeah, maybe. More evolved That's people. Possible. Right, like, like, you know, I'm on some WhatsApp threads <laughs> with some other folks. Okay, if I, I could probably dig in with some and WhatsApp it, and yeah, this right, and it's kind of it's almost alien. Like I feel like an outsider. Like to be honest, like 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 kind of like the values that are expressed are, are just they're not mine, you know. Um, so I don't know how normal we are. Okay, um, but I would definitely say on the uh, and just to give all the reader the listeners context, there it's about. Five percent innovators at the beginning, fifteen percent early adopters. Then there's an early majority, a mm. late major- majority, and then laggards, people who will like mm. take forever to yes, yeah. adopt any new mm. product. And I think what we're saying right. is, I don't think it's innovative yet, but I, I'd put it at like the early adopter stage, right? Firmly in the yeah, you know, yeah. You're, uh, you're on an iPhone two, right? But right before the app stores mm. come out, you're buying an iPhone. And yeah. um, a lot of people are going to wait for the app store to come out so that, you know, useful apps are on them. Mm. And then, um, you know, maybe there are some people who only bought like the iPhone 10 once it was like super stable. I, I don't know who those people are. Um, but I think my first my first iPhone was oh, iPhone geez, 10. Okay. Come on, man. Are you serious? Well, Karen, here's the Yeah, you, but, you know, um, but you, uh, it's not like you were using a red... flip phone until the iPhone 10. No, no, I was using uh, yeah. Samsung, right? You know, the technology solid. was the right, smart, but, like was the touchscreen phone, right? Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, by the way, while we're digressing, um, I learned that it was either Uber Eats or DoorDash. One of the big food people was charging iPhone users more for uh, for their That's service so than Android. <laughs> I mean, they they should pay a tax. Let's, let's be perfectly clear. You buy an iPhone, everything should be a little more expensive. Just, Just a little bit more expensive? Your cell phone plan but, should be but, needlessly. You know what would be good? Is if your, if your iPhone person gets their food a little bit warmer than, uh, than the yeah. Android person. Everything, yeah, things are better, but you pay like disproportionately. Yeah, more. you just yeah. pay a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the problem is you would never know that they're actually better, right? Unless you're hanging around with people who are Android people, because you're in your iPhone bubble. Yeah, that's true. I I think you should, 
And this right. goes for iPhone users. Uh, you should go hang out with your Android counterparts once in a while. Just just live a couple of days yeah. in their shoes and see how that turns out. That's a that's good <laughs> life advice, Kara. You know, and that's you know, it's that kind of advice that people come to us for, like making society just a little bit better. You know, living Wait, life in another country. Is that a product yeah. idea where? Two days out of a month, we'll we'll send you an i an Android phone, just so you can you can live like someone else. Where where someone else is Marcus? So 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 once a month, you're reprovisioning your phone. It's an early stage idea, Vijay. I haven't really thought through this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might want to have to think about that one just a little bit more. So. so um, moving along, right, with our idea, right? Um, would would you so would you see us actually making the shift to where it is normal? Yeah, for one hundred percent. Um, right, right. I, it feels, it feels, it really does feel inevitable yeah. to me as well. Just it, it seems it's like just it's rational, right? You know. Um, Right, the person who makes the most money yeah. goes, right? Uh, um, and I, I think it might take uh, a few so, generations to shake out, uh, but I think you're going to have critical yeah. mass uh, at some point, and it's not going to be a big deal, man. Like, okay, so now the question is: Does society actually change as a result of this flipping? Like, are there any uh, interesting effects of that? Oh, yeah, and you had explored a few things, right, in the article. Yeah, 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 okay, well, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one of what, what, what you think of it, right? So um, one of the ones I had teed up was the idea that we address some societal issues, that we, especially in America, right? So for our international audience, this one might not apply because your particular place of uh, abode uh, might be more evolved than these United States, right? But um, for uh, in you know in America, like we could correct some things that have really been terrible, right? Like our lack of childcare, right? Um, our um, our lack of appropriate parental leave, right? We could now fix those things, right? Because um, while men and women might be switching roles, like after you give birth, like that probably hurt, right? If nothing else, and you want to recover a bit, right? So having the grace to have that time to recover could be the kind of thing that we actually fix now, right? Because, you know, now because women are more powerful, they'd be in politics. And you could see something like that being cross um, uh, bipartisan, right? Like where, you know, all women, I assume that it's mainly women on both sides of the aisle who are in power. They'd both have a hard time arguing with something like that, I would think. Yeah. Um, but you, so you're thinking of it almost like top down, there are more women in power. These things will happen. I, I don't know. Coming at it from the India side, I thought it's been fairly women have been fairly active in politics like arguably the most powerful uh 
people yeah. in the last 50 years in Indian politics have been women. So, and yet, and yet, the, like the underlying but, but, but in India, between men and women in but India in, is still pretty high. In, in, in India, if you look at the ratio of men to women, in the, is it Lok Sabha? Lok Sabha. Right? I didn't even yeah, know there was another one. We're a bicameral. Is that like an upper house? I see. Okay, good to know. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so what's what's the what's the breakdown? Right, Give us the take, let's, let's, let's take a look. Uh, Lok Sabha gender. All right, out of five hundred and forty-two members, according to mpa.gov.in. Seventy-eight are. Hard to argue with that. Our five hundred forty-eight. Yeah, so we're at about uh, okay. One out of every seven type situation, so fourteen percent for fifteen percent. Oh, I think the U.S. Senate is a little bit better than that. I think we're at about twenty percent. All right, but let's look at the Rajya Sabha. Two hundred twenty-four okay. members. Twenty-four uh -huh. women. Twenty-four female. Wow. So that's a wow. That's around nine percent, nine to ten percent. Yeah, so some room, room for, for improvement, improvement, Karen. But like I, I, I maintain the most powerful mm -hmm. used to be Sonia Gandhi, and then before her, it was Indira Gandhi. Yeah, Indira Gandhi. Yeah, so sure. That's a fair bit of power, but yeah, I, I think, I think this represents how that power trickles down at, at for like. If you split by gender, uh, so like we had yeah. very powerful women in leadership. As you go down into the state cabinets, I bet it would be trickled down more, less and less women. And then local politics, it's mostly mm -hmm. all like mostly all men in like village panchayats. Mm -hmm. I've heard I've heard of mm -hmm. you know strong women leaders in in the villages, but um, uh, I don't know I, if I'm like making a somewhat educated guess. Uh, that would be the exception, not the norm. And yeah, I think like in the nuclear family or extended family nuclear uh, unit as like an organizing force, women are just like mm -hmm. in general less powerful. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's why I would want to invert that stack, BJ. Like I would start with the the organizing unit being the family, whatever it is, nuclear, extended, okay. like. But, but but you get, you get to the, I think my statement still holds right, which is, at some point right, women are now politically powerful, like truly politically powerful, and at that point, it seems to me that we can um, address some issues, like real issues. You would only yeah, because I would hope that society becomes more uh empathetic towards women's issues when women have more power i mean that makes sense mm. but i don't yeah. i don't think it's necessarily going to happen just by electing female politicians where it feels like i thought in the u.s like there are more female politicians than before and as far as i can tell from the u.s news women's rights have been eroding over the last few years rather than you know getting better yeah. so Tipping point. They got to get to a tipping point. Um, so, so that was that was one angle, right? It was like, okay, from a yeah. policy perspective, do things improve or not? Right. Um, another one was 
homemaking innovation. That's where I think the a lot of I th- I think laziness burns innovation. VJ, I think we we probably talked about this. That that's that yeah. I sell. That's what I think too, right? But I feel like we have yeah. this window, right? So you have these people who who've been in the workforce and now sitting at home, right? And so they've still got this kind of desire to to do more and not and not be stuck with the uh, mundane facets of being yeah. a homemaker, right? But they've still got the skills and they've got the skills and the desire for more, right? So you have to get in there with that kind of first couple of generations, and you know they're like, you know what, this is stupid. Like, I'm relentlessly you know, taking laundry into the washing machine, then taking it out, yep. then folding it, then putting it back in. Right, this like, is madness, I, I right? And so like they look for ways to automate. Leaps and bounds over the the Roomba and the the Snoo, which is like this uh, really fancy baby uh, nest. What do you call it? Uh, crib and that puts the baby to sleep. I think we're just going to come out with like tens, hundreds of random home saving gadgets. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. They're not it's gonna be amazing work though is the key. Um yeah and they, so they might be dangerous, dangerous a little bit as well. To set up, like, yeah. But they promise to save yeah. you minutes every day. Oh it's, and it's all gonna be so that uh you can sit yeah, yeah 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 you know what this reminds me of? Um, um do you, do you remember like the early days of Microsoft? Uh, we have a, we have a mutual friend, Kirat, who had this idea for like the toilet paper rolls, the automatic yeah, toilet, yeah, paper yeah, yeah, yeah. Where toilet paper. Yeah, you run out of toilet yeah. paper, it automatically yeah. orders you like another 30, 30 pack or whatever. And as yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the key the key thing was yeah. it was before you run so, out, right? And uh, and the algorithms start getting tricky, right? Because you had to, you had to predict, uh, you know, consumption rates, right? And you couldn't afford uh, for there to be a drift problem, right? Where, like, if you were gradually off and uh, and uh, overestimating need, then all of a sudden there'd be this build up of yeah, toilet paper yeah. in the home over time, right? So it was, it was quite a complex, extremely complex. Dare I say, dubious uh, reward. I would say. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. If you just had a bunch of us at home, sitting at home. These are the things that would get invented. Go to market with stuff like this. But I I do think there's a narrow window though, Karen, because, you know, like a generation or two later, right, when this is the norm, right, when, uh, you know, it's more likely that the man is 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 the stay at home parent. I think it's going to be more likely right? than now. Let me just lose I, that. I don't think it's ever going to be the you know fifty five percent of men stay at home, forty five percent of women stay at home, or anything like that. So, uh, so one of the vignettes that I did was kind of my perception of what normal is, and it's kind of like the way things are now, but with a pivot, right where. It's the woman's career that's yeah. the primary career, and and the man's career is on the back burner. And you can see like all these social structures building up around it, right? Like you know, you know that kind of after work hangout kind of thing, right? Becomes kind of more femaley 
right? Like whatever that means, Man. right? Like, um, that, that's, that's the funny part too, is like, while this is happening, you're going to see gender norms also yeah. change, right? Yeah. So it'll be tough to even predict yeah. what will be the thing that sounds more female or male. Yeah, that's a good point, right? Like the whole definition of what's, you know, what's associated with, with which gender will change yeah. over time as well, right? Um, um, I, I, so in, in the post, which, uh, I recommend you at least take a look at because there's some fun imagery in there. Early incriminates there's, yeah. Yeah. Thank God yeah, my wife doesn't God. read this. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> um, uh, sh uh, so, so there's a, there's an interesting picture in there where it's supposed to be this 1950s vibe and it's dinner time and the homemaker is putting dinner on the table for the other person who has just come home from work. And I thought it was an interesting picture. And by the way, another example of AI struggling, uh, because initially it insisted on putting the apron on the woman in that right. picture. We struggle with aprons on this podcast, you know, in AI. No, this is not the first time. You definitely wanted, um, I think you wanted like a French maid outfit on, on the, on the man. Yeah, I knew it wasn't French made, but yeah, I wanted I wanted to make made him up. You wanted him to be right? Uh, that was yeah. for which one was? Yeah, this? yeah, and it just wouldn't do it. Happy I think Alpha, it was Happy yeah. Alpha, yeah, yeah. Another one of the classics. Yeah, and so yes, yeah, yeah. Everybody go check yeah. it out. Go retro, uh, old school. So, uh, Karen, you know, uh, we've been talking for uh, forty three minutes, and so now we have to have an answer because our audience mm -hmm. de demands closure on this issue and I'm struggling to come up with closure on it. So I'm going to turn it over to you and say, Karen, how would you control, how would you close well this played, one out? <laughs> you, you incriminate yourself yeah. in the sub Good luck with that, Karen. and I do it on audio. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, I feel like I'm on the cutting edge of this, like early adopter innovator of, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to, I'm going to claim that of the future um, for, for men, yeah, right. Is what I'm saying is, what I'm doing is strange and uncomfortable at times, and yes, there, mm. I can be derided. You know, there are. You know what? I've I've had a good-natured ribbing by some of my colleagues from back in the day, maybe um, mm. six, seven years ago. That it's like you know the way I, I'm handling gender roles is different. I think than the norm. Hmm. And all I'll say is I think more people are going to do it. It's, um, it, it's great. It's uh -huh. uncomfortable. And I also yeah. know that if Nritya ever listens to this podcast, she will most likely thoroughly yeah. disagree with me and I will have to, uh, yes. justify my, my position as an innovator well. in <laughs> masculinity uh, to her. Yes. Yeah. She probably doesn't see no, it as innovation, I, does she? Um, <laughs> she sees it as a series of shortcuts <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. This is, this is such yeah, a well, hard question. I, I mean, I, I looked at, 
I look to you, you for leadership on this, Karen. Like, because I'm following in your footsteps poorly, right? Like, I, I mean, there's been a real shift for, for us, right? Like, um, and I am doing much more, like, kind of, uh, in terms of like housework than I ever did before, right? Yeah, in, the, in the last couple of tough. years, right? Much more. Yes. Yet, yet, she still does a bulk of it. You know, there's no doubt about it. Um, she definitely does the bulk. Oh of the yeah, right. I, she's so I'm much quicker than it. She's not so much like harder. Cut this fifty-fifty and call victory. Um, I, you know, I kind of blame them. You know, because you think about it. I'm kind of wired lazy, right? And she's not, right? And so if she do was you lazy think this as is well, a man woman thing, or do you think this is be an easier. us them thing though? I think it's an us them thing, right? Because I'm kind of serial. Like in the morning, like you know, I will get up, I will make the tea yeah. for both of us. I've been fired from making breakfast for by Nikhil, Nikhil last or week. by third party. Um, uh, Kirsty fired me on Nikhil. Nikhil escalated the complaints, and then yeah, 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 yeah. He filed a complaint. Uh, and it was acted upon. What did you do? And so now I'm just, she was like, you know, you're Every making him shit you're breakfast. making him shit breakfast, Vijay? Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> no. Hey, look, when I think about the diversity of my breakfast, my breakfast was like, which different cereal yeah. would you have today? Right. And, and his breakfast, this is when I'm running the show, could have been an egg McMuffin. Made by me, oh, from scratch, right? A pancake made by me. Maybe some French Maybe toast. French toast sometimes. Mm, sometimes. Maybe on a different day. Maybe boiled eggs. On a day when we're in a bit more of a hurry, maybe I would say, you know, have some of this healthy yogurt with a slice of toast and peanut butter. Bit of carbs, bit of protein, you're I'm good not to go, man. Anything problematic here? Are the days? What was the straw that broke his back? There was a lack of diversity. That was a lot and of different types of food, Vijay. I just I lost the band. Oh. I lost this one, Karen. So, so um, I failed him. I failed him, and I kind of resented I, I him for it. Think he failed you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So suffice to you say, I, I make the okay, tea now. So your your scope has yeah. been lowered at home. Yeah, yeah it's, I've got a reduced scope. It's, it's tough. Um, um, but yeah, I, I do all the things. She just does so much more. Like in you know, per hour, she has got more throughput. Like you know, I'll make the tea. I'll sit down. I'll drink the tea, sitting down. Yeah, and then I, do the next there. thing. Whereas yeah. she will parallel process. Nitya is constantly able to find three things that I should have done while I was in the kitchen. Whereas like, yeah. I'm more of a, I go to the yeah. kitchen, get the spoon, then I come back and then I have to go like yeah. refill the water. Yes. And I come back. Right. See, so Karen, I feel like, um, we've now ended up in a situation where we're both going to be in the doghouse. I don't think if, if they get to the 45 minute mark of the podcast, I mean, like we deserve it, you know, like impressive. 
Yeah, actually, yeah, maybe that's a different success, or maybe this is what pushes them over the edge to uh, launch their counter podcast. podcast. Yeah. Right? Like the it. counter podcast. Yeah. The countercast. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, that'd be a funny podcast where like, they're just like listening to this and these guys are idiots. They just reaction yeah. takes. Um, that'd be a fun one. Yeah. 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 They're, okay. Well, listen to this bit. I mean, honestly, right? they should start they're just, with this episode because seeing the two, hearing the two of us talk about women, men, gender relations, misogyny for 50 minutes. That's, that's, that's tough. And you, you know what, Kieran, though? Listen, here's the thing. Okay. I feel like this was about us and about us being driven into roles yeah. where we were less than. I think it would be disgusting if two women were to discuss male gender issues. <laughs> Only we, because we have penises, are equipped to do this discussion. And on that note, hopefully our readers agree as well. And uh, they can send yes. their thoughts, comments, concerns. You know, be be nice, though. You know, this is probably, I don't know about you, BJ, but yeah. this is the first time on record that I'm talking about gender relations in any shape or form. So, um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. Well. And Email us at onewierdthought at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter. I'd, I'd actually like to hear from people on Twitter and on tw if, if they want to. Vijay, you're on Twitter. Yeah. You need followers. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to you yeah, know, get, to get to double digits. Uh, or, um, yeah, so uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, look forward to uh, hearing discussion uh, next week. Fun, as always.